happen to be. Uh, this is the Groovy Podcast, episode 26. Uh, I'm Ken Cousin, podcasting from Marlboro, Connecticut, and... I'm Baruch, broadcasting from uh, sunny California, Santa Clara. Uh, hi, everybody. Well, good to see you, Baruch. How you been? Uh, good, good. How are you, Ken? It's been a while since we met at the last conference. That's right. And, uh, uh, so it's uh, we'll be. I together. guess we will meet again at great. Conf- we will talk about conferences later. I guess. Yes, right. But we will meet again at, at Great Conf in EU. That'll be a, a lot of fun. Uh, so it's been three weeks, I believe, and we have a list of uh, notes here. We should mention for our users, because we keep, or listeners, we keep forgetting to uh, bring this up, that uh, there is a show notes page that's always available. That one is on the GitHub repository, right? Yes. Okay, just giving you a chance to chime in. At any rate, uh, it's on github.com slash pledbrook, uh, Peter Ledbrook's uh, section slash groovy podcast. And there's always a list of show notes at that at that location that has links to all the different things that we talk about uh, every week. So this particular one is episode 26. And the first thing I mentioned on there, the first thing I added to the show notes is that the uh, there's a new book in the groovy ecosystem. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Do you know, uh, Schalk, what, what would you suppose it is, Crony? Uh, yeah, Crony sounds right to me. Yeah, C-R-O-N and then J and then E with an, an with an accent, e, acute. I did manage to put in the accent on there. Uh, at any rate, he's um, he published his own LeanPub book called Idiomatic Gradle Plugins. And I looked over at the LeanPub section and I... I keep meaning to purchase the book. I haven't done it quite yet, but I am planning to. He's got uh, in there the the you pay whatever you feel that you want to. You've got a slider you can move up and down. But I have. It says it's uh, the subtitle is twenty five recipes for plug-in authors. And a couple people mentioned on Twitter that they have read it and they are very very happy with with the book. There is a free sample download available in case you're interested. I personally have spent a fair amount of time with Gradle lately because I'm trying desperately to finish up my book on uh, the Gradle recipes for Android. So I've been working with Gradle a lot. I am really looking forward to reading this book. I hope to have read it before we speak again, or at least I'm certainly going to purchase it before we speak again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. looks like Definitely. Uh, by the way, on the book side of it, I don't have it in the show notes because we've mentioned it a couple times before. The Java testing with Spock book by uh, Constant, uh, Constantine Capilonis is available at Manning, and that's been there for a while, but I think the ebook variations just came out. He also put up a blog post, uh, a long extended uh, slide set on comparing Spock with JUnit, I believe. There's not a link. Oh, in that's a right. Yes, there is a link to that in the the Grail's diary, which we'll get to a little bit later. They've got a, a nice extensive comparison on that. It's actually the the link is in the form of a PDF, which is uh, already prepared. So if you're needing if you need to make the business case or whatever about Spock versus JUnit, that's a nice resource for you. Yeah, we need to put it in the show notes because okay. it's very very important. It's been it was uh, this argument. Um, number of times, once in a while, it, it comes up, and and having something uh, in the form of comparison is 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 great. 
Yeah, and making the argument that it's better in every way imaginable doesn't, unfortunately, often win the day. Uh, I've been playing with, with Spock fairly often. A lot of people are not aware of things that are considered a little bit beyond the basics. Some of those extensions are really nice. The ignore, of course, is in there. The ignore an annotation is the same one from JUnit, but there's an ignore uh, rest, which would mean only do this one and not do any of the others. And the one I like also is there's an ignore if, which allows you to put in a closure to say, if this closure is false, then, uh, let's see, ignore if would mean if the closure is true, ignore it. Otherwise, don't ignore, don't it. ignore it. Double right. negative, right? Yes. There's also retain, there's, a, there's several other extension ones that are all documented in the Spock framework documentation at docs.spockframework.org. Yep. So I guess we will add the link both to the book and to this paper sure uh to the, the show notes right yeah we'll definitely add that now do you did you um notice anything about the great day in warsaw did you uh were you involved in any of that or know anybody who went well no not so much i i wrote um, i read some impressions in twitter it looks like it was a great event a lot of the speakers from the community but that's more or less all i know about it I feel a bit of a connection to that. I not to that conference specifically, but a couple of years ago, I managed to. Uh, I wound up fortunate enough to give a groovy class in Warsaw itself, which is my one visit there, mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun. That was very bright students, by the way. That's very good class that way. So I was really glad to see the conference get going again. In the Grail's diary, they have links to several of the. The videos and some of the the slide presentations as well from that. There were many interesting ones uh, talking about Gradle under the hood. Talking about, let's see what else was in there. Uh, that the one from uh, Charles Cronje about idiomatic Gradle. There he gave a talk there about that, uh, creating and testing REST contracts. Uh, what else was in there? Uh, the sugar one, the S S H O O G R. Have you remember? You noticed that one? Have right. You that at all? Yes. 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 Yeah, that sugar plugin is a plugin for uh, Gradle that it's a it's a groovy DSL for doing remote shell connections. Mm -hmm. yes. Did you do any, Have it you played nice. with that at all? Uh, no, I just saw it exist, and you know, I put it in my list of of utilities that which are nice to have one day, and but I didn't try it yet. Well, I did notice that it is part of SDK Manager now, SDK Man. So I was able to download and install it, and I did read the present. The documentation is amazingly thorough for something that new. You know that that somebody really spent a lot of time working on this, and that plugin looks to be a very powerful way to do what they call infrastructure automation using a very nice groovy DSL. So we'll, uh, I'll, we have the, the link again is in the Grail's diary, but we can add that as well in case anybody's interested. Of course, Andre Salmire talked about Griffin. Uh, there's more discussions about Rat Pack and, and things about uh, working with Groovy and Android, which of course is always very interesting to me, especially. So anyway, that was uh, some stuff about great days in Warsaw. All right, right. Um, and uh, if we are on, uh, talking about conferences, Greech uh, uh, concluded like, what yesterday, I guess, right? Or or a couple of days ago. 
a couple of days ago. Greach was the uh, April 8th and 9th, according to the schedule. There were a lot of attendees. What did, I think I heard there were about 150 people there. Uh, for the Yes, 150. Right, yes. so that's the Groovy Conference in Madrid every year. Uh, everybody really likes it. It's a very popular one. And there were lots of talks there. You you knew somebody there, though, definitely. <laughs> right. So so Noam, uh, that um, of course was uh, uh, were with uh, Jeffrock for uh, for many years, and still uh, a dear friend of ours, uh, delivered uh, Groovy Puzzlers with uh, with Andres uh, at the conference. Uh, the new season uh, season three that was the premiere first uh, first one of the new season and i heard it was a great success and people really uh, really uh, loved it um so i think that's a good good start for the whole new season of groovy puzzlers there is a lot to come uh, the next show will be in minsk in uh, 10 days from now and uh, we uh, will do the groovy puzzlers at great conf eu in Copenhagen as a closing keynote, and hopefully um, many more to come. Great US, of course, um, Java One, probably, etc., etc. So as usual, we will be all around with the new season, and the premiere was at Greach. Now the Greach conference, so far, that's uh, it's going to take a few weeks or a month to get the videos and the slides online. There were a lot of tweets about the conference, and one of the links that was sent, I believe, was uh, Guillaume Laforge's Groovy update, which actually gave the history of the language. And it really went back and said, oh, in this version we added this, and in that version we added that, and talking about the, the transition to Apache Groovy and, and the new additions that are coming in the language with ASD transforms. It was a very entertaining review from my point of view to look back and see the history of the language as it evolved and when, when Grails was created and, and all these individual pieces. And it one of the things that really jumped out at me is that when you look at the plan changes for Groovy, there's nothing in there that looks like it's going to radically change my life, which I view as a really good thing. I mean, it, it looks like the, the new plans illustrate that the language is pretty mature at this point and that it's mostly additions to the language rather than major refactorings or changes in the libraries. And I think that's a good sign, frankly. They, there were also was a, there were several slides in there discussing the increase in the number of downloads and that that yes. led to a discussion also on Twitter about the Tiobe index, the T-I-O-B-E, right. which is always so highly suspect in terms of the value of that, right? It's, it's a measure of programming language popularity based on some several questionable metrics, I guess you'd say, in general. But what was significant is that Groovy has made a significant leap into the top 20 over the past few months, yes. it was it was way down, yes. and now it's back into uh, what, like 17, 18, 19. Those over the past two or three months, it's been holding steady in that range. And this tied into Guillaume's discussion about the downloads, saying that last year that the downloads had been on the order of four to five million per month, and then they jumped to after the move to Apache, they've jumped to about twelve to thirteen million, and that his uh, he implied in the slides that the downloads this year have continued at that pace. I, I obviously haven't seen any more recent data yet, but that's what the slides had in it, and I think that's a very good sign. 
And I think it makes sense because uh, Apache is a very good reference from, for a lot of skeptical, I would say, managers that uh, would hesitate to adapt Groovy otherwise. But project from Apache sounds like a very safe bet for uh, a lot of people. I think that's certainly part of it. Uh, I also get the sense that the rise of Gradle has led a lot of people to look at Groovy who might not otherwise have encountered it. So that's been very helpful. We're getting a few more books being published in the industry. That's good. Plus, uh, Grails kind of had a, a bit of a interruption, I guess you'd say, when Grails 3 was, was released and the whole transition away from Pivotal and into the OCI uh, supporting, you know, into the OCI company. But I think that's all basically washing out now, and now it's starting to grow again. What the message that seems to be having some difficulty making it into the mainstream is that you can use Spring Boot, and everything you learn about Spring Boot carries right over to Grails 3. And Grails 3 is therefore just adding in all the extra features onto Spring Boot that Grails brought all along, meaning the, the nice uh, convention over configuration and the, the ease of of uh, adding new features and working with the various Groovy DSLs to make your life simpler. I think that once people realize that all this effort they're spending on, on Spring Boot will carry over directly into Grails 3, I think we're going to start seeing a rise there as well. Right. Yes, yes, I, I agree. Both, both of them look very good. And uh, what I'm waiting for is for Groovy to contribute more heavily into Groovy, not because you know, not because uh, they they feel, feel philanthropical to do so, but because uh, I hope they will need additional features from Groovy, and they will just go ahead and add them. And the same with OCI, by the way, when uh, they have very significant Grails team now that work on developing Grails, and and when they will hit some limitations of the Groovy as a language, they will just go ahead and contribute, and we will see a Groovy moving forward, driven by those um, usages in the very successful tools and frameworks. I think also one of the things that will really help Grails is when they finally publish a book on Grails 3. Because right now, all the existing Grails books are on 2.x and earlier, so that there's really nothing to point newcomers to the framework to other than the reference documentation and the Slack channel. And while those are very helpful and very useful, I know a lot of people, when they're learning, would much prefer to have uh, a reference guide that they can hold. And I know that's in the works. I think that once that finally comes out, then we'll start to see a lot more adoption there as well. Now, of course, what right. did get a lot of attention in both of these conferences is uh, the is Rat Pack. I mean, that framework is, seems to be growing. So there were several talks, both at uh, Great Day Warsaw as well as in uh, Greece, on Rat Pack for many uh, interesting purposes. And of course, that leads us inexorably to the final version, apparently, of Learning Rat Pack, uh, Dan Wood's book. The book from Dan. Bell. I I don't think I don't think it's real. I think it's fake. Yeah. There's no way in the, on this planet and this universe that Dan would actually finish the book. Um, until until I see a very hard proof, like you uh, holding a hard copy in your hand, I don't buy it. Well, I I can't 
say anything because he did beat me to the punch. He looks like he's going to get his out before I finish mine. So I really can't criticize too heavily. But I did get the email from O'Reilly yesterday saying, oh, you can go download the latest version and this is the final version before it goes to press or whatever. So I don't yeah, know. No, I, think, I think it's all fake. I think it's phishing and then Woods crafted this email and you know, I don't buy it. I suppose that's possible. Uh, I don't think he's going to be at Great Company EU, but we will have to find out, you know, when we get the chance to see it next, what the actual status is then. Exactly. So, at any rate, that also reminds us about Rat Pack and the Learning Rat Pack book. What would you like to discuss next? We have a few other elements in the show notes there. Uh, well, so uh, the the usual very useful uh, mail uh, mailing lists are or digests are out. Uh, Groovy Calamari with a lot of um, a lot of first um, first person uh, evidence from uh, from uh, Greece, right? And of course, a lot of news uh, and the um, uh, Grail's diary from Greece as well. Both were published this week, so it's a uh, it's a very good uh, very good read for uh, to get more uh, more Groovy news. And I would like to mention the recording of your uh, webcast with O'Reilly. Seriously, use Groovy now. It is in the show notes, and uh, it was actually superb. I watched it and I enjoyed it greatly. You actually watched it. So did uh, believe it or not. <laughs> Did you like the cat pictures? Yes, of course. Of ah, course. No, that's uh, as as usual with you. What you can be sure of that it's it's a great show, and it's harder to do a webinar about, than on stage. But you man, you manage anyhow. Oh well, thank you. Uh, talking about that groovy calamari, there were a couple articles in there that I'm definitely going to have to follow up on. There was a note about a Grails money plugin. So a plugin for Grails that allows you to use both uh, big decimal for the amounts as well as a a, uh, a currency. Although it doesn't say exactly how the currency is stored, I don't know whether it's an enum or just a string or what have you. But that they have a nice plugin that lets you use this throughout. I'm going to look into that. The other one that that really jumped out at me is that Bert Beckwith apparently has made a Gorm Util plugin or a library, at any rate. And he introduced that at Greech. And the, the neatest thing about it, from what the uh, description says, is that when you turn on log SQL in a Grails app, you get the SQL, but it's all just the prepared statements with all the question marks thrown in there. But you don't actually get to see the values. Now, in Bert's book on uh, programming Grails that he published a few years ago at O'Reilly, he talks about using various settings at trace level in order to see binding question mark one to this or binding question mark one to that or two to that. It, in other words, it's a very verbose way of seeing what values go in there. Apparently, he's created this GORM util library that will allow you to actually see the values right in the prepared statement. And I'm sure that's going to be very, very useful for, for debugging and, and understanding what's going on under the hood. So they, they mentioned also something about a many-to-many -many trait, which is going to wind up in Spring Security Core, which makes sense. I mean, that's uh, Bert maintains that that plugin. 
So at any rate, that looked like there were a lot of neat additions to that plugin, and I, I do hope to, to check that out. So there was also one other thing that he mentioned, which I, I also found very interesting, is there was a set of slides and a talk about uh, Jeb for browser automation. Yep. And there's been several talks about Jeb, and I, I've liked a lot of them. But this one by uh, uh, Jacob, oh, shoot, what's his full name? I only know his Twitter handle. Uh, let me click on it here. <laughs> Uh, Jacob Mickelson, right? Jacob uh, A. Mickelson. Uh, he did a wonderful talk about Jeb, and it's very thorough. It it went way beyond the stuff that I normally use, and got into some real uh, in-depth parts. So that's all part of the Groovy Calamari part. We'll mention it in our show notes, as you say, and maybe we'll add links or or what have you, uh, just as a way to discuss that. So there were a lot of cool things in there as well. Yeah, that's, that's a very, very good, uh, very good issue. Now you um, did, okay. Sorry, you did a post about setting a private Maven repo on on JFrog. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. So it was it was a very, very nice, uh, very nice post on on Medium uh, about uh, how do how do you maintain your uh, Grails two plugins uh, because the, now the official repository of Grails is Grails three. But not not everyone migrated, so you might want to keep your plugins around for for Rails too. And uh, what can you do if those plugins aren't open source or uh, you know aren't public? How do you maintain a private repository for Rails plugins? And of course, the solution is Binfray. And uh, if you if you are in this position that you do need a, a good private repository for your plugins and you don't want to set up your own house servers, etc., etc., et you are more than welcome to use Bintray for that purpose. Sounds good to me. I'll definitely take a look. Uh, I did a couple of quick uh, blog posts just for anybody who might be interested. I did one on, on using Retrofit, the Retrofit library, which is very popular in the Android world, for, uh, being, for providing a client for RESTful Web Services. So I got to use that with Groovy. I didn't do it in an Android app. I did it just in a client-side, regular old app. So that's uh, that was fun. And also, of course, I, I just could not resist the urge to implement LeftPad as a service. You know, because Groovy... Oh, that's actually... Yes, that's, that's a great blog post of yours. Uh, which um, brings the groovy aspect into the whole unpublished gate and PM gate, and there are tons of aspects of of, of this of this scandal uh, from the behavior of the incumbent parties like Azure and Kik and the PM registry, all the way to the quality of this library and those uh, notorious 17 lines of code that all they do is is left padding of a string. And uh, in your blog, you describe a one-liner that do the same in Groovy in much more elegant way, right? Yeah, the Groovy JDK, the, the GDK as they call it, uh, has added a pad left method to string. And you could just put in what character you want to pad with and how many characters you want, and you're done. So I took that and I implemented it, and then I turned it into a, a Rat Pack app and deployed it to Heroku. So if any of them need to access LeftPad as a service, if you will, I've got a link in there and everything. There you go. Yeah, so there was mostly... I have noticed this about writing in general. Most people know, of course, writing is extremely difficult and extremely painful. But I have noticed about myself that if I have a gag to tell, if I have a joke, then I'll work really hard to tell the joke, even if I later take the joke out. 
So that got me motivated uh -huh. to go write this, and then I could always remove it, you know. So it, just a a writer's tip, if you will, that made, that Groovy made easier. Anything else we want to talk about? Uh, mention something about the upcoming conferences. I think you you mentioned to me that the Great Conf EU agenda is now available. Yes. So again, the the, the links are in the show notes. The agenda of Great Conf EU is published. So you're more than welcome to see, and, and there's, as usual, great content there. You are a keynote speaker, which means great content, right? <laughs> uh, and, uh, and yeah, it, it, will be, it will be, as usual, an epic conference. Uh, on another news, um, Java 1 CFP is open for two days now, and uh, there is an alternative languages track that um, I would love to see. Um, groovy submissions there. Um, of course, alternative languages on Java 1 get relatively small chunks of slots, but uh, we will do our best to accommodate uh, as many Groovy talks as we can. Let's hope that works out. Uh, there weren't a lot last year. Hopefully, it'll increase this year. Uh, the and the, the interesting reason why it wasn't a lot because there was a lot of submissions for Groovy talks, so it got a bit of pushback of all this Groovy again, and then mm. yeah, <laughs> it got it got cut. We're we're definitely a gang, yeah, no question. The the Groovy guys and and not just the guys, but uh, everybody that I don't want to say gal, that doesn't make sense. So just Groovy devs in general. Uh, I don't want to be patronizing a writer. Uh, so hopefully we will get uh, a, a, a reasonable set of submissions and hopefully that, that Java 1, the organizers this time, will go ahead and decide to allow us to spread Groovy to a larger Java audience. The Great exactly. EU conference is the first week in June. That's first through third. I noticed that Graham Roche is going to be giving a, a Grails update as a keynote. I'm really looking forward to that. The Grails, uh, the Great Conf Twitter has been very active mentioning what the various talks are and, and meeting all the individual speakers. I think that's going to be fun. I noticed Ryan uh, Vanderwerf is going to be talking about um, working with uh, the Lego Mindstorms and working with the, uh, what's it, Alexi is the one from Amazon as well? Yes, yes. I believe uh, the Lego Mindstorms was last year's gig and, and this year he is with this Amazon virtual assistant or virtual Right. Artificial intelligent assistant, and from what I heard, uh, the things that he managed to do with Groovy with Alexi is 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 mind blowing. It's like I just almost, almost looks like almost look like Skynet taking <laughs> over, and always feels like Skynet will be eventually written in Groovy. This is what what I think. I'm gonna just let that one ride. Uh, <laughs> I I just. Don't envy Ryan having to transport all that hardware, you know, every time he goes to give a talk about this stuff. I can't imagine having to, to transport all that. I suppose we should mention, just uh, in passing, of course, that the Great Conf in the U.S. is at the end of July, and then the G3 Summit, Groovy, Grails, Gradle, etc., is going to be in Fort Lauderdale the 20th of November to the 1st of December. So that ought to be really interesting. We'll talk much more about that once we get much closer to it probably and right that's now. that's the official that's the official substitution of the 2jx part of spring one 2jx 
Yes, that right. Bring people went off their own direction. And I noticed when they did their call for papers, I know it doesn't matter to attendees, but I noticed they, they're not paying any travel costs at all, not even for speakers. So that I expect that the vast majority of people speaking at that conference will be pivotal employees. But we'll see how that goes. On the other side, we are talking about Las Vegas, right? There is well, a well, big okay. temptation to come there. Yeah. so that you can go and lose all your money yes uh we do need as usual to thank the no fluff just stuff conference series for providing uh, a link and some hosting and a, and a home page for the groovy podcast the no fluff just stuff conference series is a series of weekend conferences in the u.s that travels around the country and they focus on everything in the java ecosystem as well as agility and there's been a lot of uh, javascript related talks lately as well as a considerable number of software architecture talks as well so we want to thank them very much for their help am i leaving anything out did that pretty much cover it yeah, I think we're done for today and covered everything we had. So thank you very much, Ken. It was a great pleasure to do it again with you. Oh, my pleasure. And I guess we'll talk in two to three weeks. And we'll see if we can get Peter available as well the next time we do this. So thank you, much, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for participating. And we'll see you all next time. Thank you all. Bye-bye.